apparently Taylor Rooks is fucking with uh, Jack Dorsey. I know who that is. Jack, Jack Dorsey. Dorsey. That name is Why mad familiar. familiar. He's the founder of Twitter. Oh. oh. They were seen leaving uh, one of Drake parties together. So, you know, we done lost another one. Oh, no. Not this. Jack Dorsey? I've never – I see, now when you said it, that's why the name sounds so familiar because everyone would be coming at him. But not him looking like this. He couldn't even be, like, good-looking, bro. Wait, damn. who is he with? Taylor, Taylor Rooks. Rooks. Oh, damn. Taylor Rooks, a milk merchant? That's crazy. <laughs> oh, that's cr- that's upsetting. During Black History Month, too? Oh, man. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold-blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. What's up, everybody? This is episode 126 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast, coming to you live via via Zoom this time. We are out of the we are out of the studio. You know, our our our, our Saratobi sound man is out here having himself a uh, very pleasant honeymoon. So shout out to him. Matt the Barber, Matt and Laura. Hope y'all, hope y'all having a grand old time. Yeah, the, the great Gabagool, you know, Greg Pasovich, the Barber himself. But the show must go on. Does Gabagool come with a side? Oh, I don't know. I thought Gabagool was the side. No, nah, Gabagool is, is Capricola. So is she like is she like his hero role? Like that's what it is. They just go together. <laughs> I don't I don't like I don't like this conversation at all. I'm not gonna lie. I don't I don't like it. We're gonna just like how John tried to bring up the uh, whole Aaliyah thing last week, where I'm gonna stop it before it gets off the rails. So what you know, I, I had a I had a conversation <laughs> with my girl about that. She was like, What? She was like it, it, she was like half asleep too. It like woke her woke her up completely. He's like, John said that. I was like, Yeah. So typically. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's why I said that's why I said I stopped it before it got off the rails. But uh as you can hear, the man, not to my right, but across from me in, in the screen. A man that needs some introduction. The guy needs God. John Moo to everybody. How's it going, guys? Very nice, very nice. And to my right on the screen, a man that needs no introduction. He walks with the cane not because he has to, but because he needs to. The former deacon of demon time, Mr. Worldwide West. That's what I do. I'm really What's curious. In my cup? <laughs> Stays in my cup. What's in my cup stays in my cup. It's just sparkling water, everybody. Yeah, that's 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 what uh, you know. That's what we'll that's what we'll that's the what the kids are calling it nowadays. Yeah, that's what the kids um, call it. That I was gonna say, water. like, I just wonder what order we're gonna be in the actual video for this. Oh, that's all oh, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Oh well, they know. I mean, well, well, I guess I, it, well, well, I guess if it's recording from based off of mine, then you'll be on the bottom, John. Justin will be the, to the left of me. Damn, John, you a bottom. Crazy. We'll find out because right now, Miles. What do you bottom. mean we'll find out? Because it's, we don't know which one it's going to be. <laughs> oh, you didn't I, hear. I, I feel like it was a, that was a pretty self-explanatory statement. Oh no, you didn't hear what was, I said. Sorry, don't worry. I heard you. See, look, oh, even even though we're apart, the jokes are still you know the jokes still fly. But you know, yeah, you know, speak, speaking of flying. There was an air assault in Los Angeles between the uh, Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl, and uh, I'm not gonna lie, this was a pretty entertaining. It was a pretty entertaining game. 
I, I was I was very entertained by this game. I was not to say I was on the edge of my seat, but you know, I was I was invested throughout. And I feel like that's lacking in some, you know, not the most recent Super Bowl, but some some Super Bowls in the past. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. Like uh, I, I knew a lot of people I was saying the Rams was gonna kill them, was gonna smoke them. I was not one of those people, of course. Not that y'all were. Y'all definitely said the Rams were gonna win. I had the Bengals winning. Shit was happy. Shit, shit, ain't, shit ain't go down, man. Aaron Donald in the fourth quarter, man, came through, came through clutch as hell. But I'm happy for my boy Joe. He kept the shit close, and you know they had the lead going into the fourth quarter. But uh, you know what I'm saying? That 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 man Cup had one of the best receiving seasons of all time. Now in hindsight, and you know he did his thing on that last drive. Him and Stafford, that connection been real all year. So. You know, I'm just happy it was a good game with anything. I think overall it was a real good it was a real good Super Bowl. Like they had some the commercials are are kinda and now. Like that like they're, yeah, they're a little and halftime show I thought was really good. Um but yeah. Dancer. Uh, yeah. Real life. My girl Mary, she got her moment. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually surprised that her and Kendrick didn't perform now or never, but that's Bro, I wanted that so bad. I thought it was happening, but you know, you, you know, they had to play play uh lose yourself and then we wasn't expecting 50 to be hanging upside down why well, said 50 cent <laughs> yo they were saying that 50 cent uh is now a dollar i was like nah y'all, <laughs> y'all y'all niggas is foul and then you see the shit where he, he pulled himself up in that position he's still just right. mad strong right um, literally now when they was doing the fucking the the white team pregame special track um and all the motherfuckers ran out in the sweats i was weak bro yeah, mom spaghetti intensifies. That's a fact, <laughs> and a lot of people were upset that uh, you know Eminem was on his knees, but you know it's like you know knees weak, arms are heavy. He, he's nervous. You know what I'm saying like he said it. He literally said it in the song. So I don't know why everybody. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, that <laughs> was, was the problem. Was I, I, everybody was thinking it was symbolic, and I, I turned to my girl. Sorry. and I was just like, she was like, "Yo, he's kneeling. Like, is that like? I'm like, his his knees are weak, and his and his arms are heavy." The dad like, joke what? podcast. Dad joke podcast. Like he just <laughs> he just said his knees are weak, and everybody's going up in arms. But you know, great uh, great great halftime show. I thought honestly the game was a tale of two halves because. You know, I thought I thought the Bengals offensive line did a very, very good job in that first half of containing Donald, containing Miller. Um, you know, J- Joe looked comfortable back there. And then that second half, man, you, you could see they were getting Donald to him had a lot. Donald, yeah, Donald, Donald got, got into that little scuffle. Yeah. He was like, yeah, right. it was yeah, it was, right, it was right after that scuffle, too. Like Donald got into it. Uh, Von Miller started, you know, showing his presence. Uh, I think Leonard Floyd picked up like two sacks just because of all the attention on on uh donald and von miller so i think you know he got sacked like six times in total in the second half something crazy yeah that it was like the bengals that i know right <laughs> right yeah. there they are uh but no it was great great, great adjustments by the rams in the, in the in the locker room at halftime um all those stunts things like that i mean even on that last play with donald i mean he was getting triple teamed and still wound up getting championship like yeah that's, that's what you do when you're arguably one of the best players in the league like when you know you're called upon, you make a play, and he when did. When times man. are tough, you be tougher. Oh when God, things are grim. Be the griever, grim reaper. Man, that's, grim that's, reaper. That's a that's that's, tough, that's bro. That's a that's a bar forever, man. Yo, Andy really gave Andy gave us more with that one than his entire coaching tree, and his coaching tree is great. <laughs> let's so let's deep. put let's put then let's put it like that. Now, nah, but that that's some that's some real shit though, honestly, and. You know, Von Miller, he also I think he definitely was one of the unsung heroes of this game because he also had two sacks, just like uh just like Donald. Um, but 
and I and I saw some something something crazy earlier that was talking about how uh, Joe Burrow didn't necessarily lose them the game, but they didn't, he didn't really win them the game either. I thought there was a lot of questionable, you know, personnel decisions that was made in this game, especially on the last drive. You know, on that third that third and one when they got uh, Samaji some Samaji running on, on on third and one. Yeah, I mean, definitely were some questionable decisions going in there for the uh, for the Bengals, but also um, my my thing bigger than that because like on that side it went about how I expected it to. Like it it the play of the Bengals offensive line was what determined the outcome of the game. That and the fact that Odell got injured, because um, I think if he didn't get hurt, score might have been a little different. Um, and then you That's know, very a lot true. Prop like a lot of people parlays would have hit because you know. Um, Interesting. Man gets hurt. You talking about parlays? Foul. Yeah. Cost me money too, though. So I, I'm, no, I'm with you on that. Of course. I'm really upset because I I wanted Odell to get paid this off season. I think for uh, yeah. everything he's been through, the blame that he's had to carry for honestly no reason, most of it just being because he was in New York. Um, things like that is tough. So hoping, wishing him a speedy recovery. I'm hoping that it's not too bad. You know what I mean? That he has to miss a whole season or anything like that, and it ruins all his opportunities. Because, you know, he's not getting any older. I mean, any younger. Um, with that, though, the other side of the ball, someone's number one quarterback in the league didn't really play that great in his um, biggest game of his career. Also, uh, I mean, listen, he got real lucky at the end there that Aaron Donald made it because uh, someone was wide open. Mm. Very, very wide open. Because uh, yeah. you know everyone's mm-hmm. favorite spicy corner fell fell down again. Nah, yeah, bro. I, I, nah, nah, nah. With, y'all see the memes about uh, <laughs> Jalen Ramsey? He was better when he was gay. Nah, that shit was crazy. <laughs> that shit was that that, 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 shit, that shit was Yo. so bad. <laughs> nah, Twitter is really an unfiltered place, and and by no means is that how I feel or anything. But I saw that shit and I was like, nah, y'all are crazy. Yeah, because obviously he's still gay. <laughs> yeah, nah, but my son, my son Ramsey, really. I mean, he gave up big plays. I mean, he had an offensive pass interference against him that didn't go his way, of course. But yeah, man, that was it. Was it was a tough go around for that man? A lot of falling overall in the stadium. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of stuff going going on. But I don't know, man. What y'all what y'all think about the halftime show? For real, curious to hear what y'all got on that. I had a great time in this dancery. Um, yeah, I called Mary J's boots. Love to see it. Okay, you did the the thigh highs. We did we did speak thigh on that. high white baby. Yeah, um, it was a good show. I think it was cool. It's just wild when someone put it into perspective of like growing up and being like, I hate seeing all these performers because like these are old and shit like that. And then now it's like that has been like almost twenty years since the motherfuckers was really relevant. Yeah, <laughs> but. It was cool, and um, I love just how they did like all the little things, like Anderson Park as a drummer, and like yeah, that yeah, that ass. <laughs> it was the like to me, it's like the only time you got really got a halftime show like that. I, I'm hoping that the response stays really positive, so they keep doing things like that because you don't yeah. want them to be like, all right, we just did a uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop and Eminem, and um, now we're gonna go to uh the Zach Brown band, um, next year. Mm-hmm. Oh um, my god! But it, yeah. it was it was dope, man. Like it, it was fun to watch. Um. All the nostalgia, like as far as I'm concerned, I don't really know anyone who had an issue with it outside of the super conservatives. Because what don't man, I know black people that had an issue with it, and I'm just like y'all niggas is is crazy. It's like damn, we finally get a Super Bowl that's catered to us, and y'all niggas is still upset. This is why black people can't can't do no Snoop 
Snoop Crip walked at the Super Bowl. Yeah, like you you can't you can't ask for more than that. Like that shit is dope to me, man. So I don't know. I I I enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying I I had a good time with that. Um, it was a great show. I fuck. They they also had my boy Fifty up there looking looking old and washed. You know what I'm saying my man's definitely put on that dad weight. Uh, but yeah, oh, all the jokes, all the power jokes. They were coming yeah. from the shit. Oh, with him and him and Mary yeah, Mary. yeah, that shit was that shit was that shit was was goaded. There was also a meme with all of them on on stage, and they were like, "I'm gonna tell my kids that these was the Eternals." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, this is this is great." Yeah, die. overall, it was it was it was good. Nothing nothing crazy nothing crazy happened. We ain't embarrassed ourselves. It was good. I, I got no I got no problems, no issues with it. Nothing. You know what I mean. Yeah, was was this the like first like I would say like hip hop one since, um, hip hop R and B however you want to put it since um, Janet. I guess so. I I mean, R, yeah, for real, for real, yeah. That, at that point, I mean, Janet was you, so relevant because that was the early two thousands. Unless you count uh Beyonce, which I mean, I feel like that's still you know that, that counts like kind pop, of yeah hip hop. Yeah, it's like it's like it's yeah. like it's like pop. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but like she's yeah. a pretty like neutral artist. Of course. Or when they had uh, they, or when they had Big Boy come out for a second in Atlanta. <laughs> half of Outcast. Half of Outcast coming out for half of a song. What's up, sir? I'm saying. We gonna have the socks from Outcast. Yeah, literally. A bit. Yeah, fuck it. But Yo, uh, yeah. Whoever, man. Wh- whoever we know, we know someone out there is listening. Uh, whoever has a pair of Big Boy socks, let me know if they're good. <laughs> Because <laughs> I know he was Maybe. going to do his own brand. Hey, fuck it, man. We do what we gotta do. Keep it, keep the shit black on. Yeah. Hit it. <laughs> but uh, outside of that, man, I'm uh, I mean, the, we pretty much called the Super Bowl again. I'm really happy for the Rams. Um, still got some live bets and shit that hit, so I ended up finishing mm-hmm. that positive, which is always nice. But like nice, I, nice. I said it before, like I really wanted the uh, you know, I feel like the players on the Rams are veterans. Like they they deserved it. They had a good team. My prediction mm-hmm. was correct at the beginning of the season yes. and picking the Rams, which is always nice. This um, is true. John did pick the Rams. Uh, but it was it was good. And it was a good game. Like, like first and foremost, yeah. it was a good game. It's fun to watch. Like, you got both sides of the ball, like, um, versus, I think it was the last one the Rams were in was a super defensive Super Bowl. And everyone's like, this sucks. And, like, it was only people who were, like, real football fans. Like, actually, it's kind of a good game. But um, here we are. Yeah. We got a mix of both in. We got the scoring. We got the big plays. Um, you got people coming down. Shout out to Cooper Cup, man. Like, did the damn thing. After everyone else, except for that third string tight end, was ass when Odell went down. <laughs> Whoever that wide receiver yeah. they put in when Odell went down, cheeks. Oh, number eighteen. That white boy. Forgot that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, that I was, was I, I was fucked up. I was fucked up because that was Cooper Cup's old number. So I was looking at it. I'm like, huh? I'm like, where did my son? But yeah, it was. It, yeah, he was was wasn't as good as Cup, but. You know, a good game nonetheless. I'm definitely with I'm definitely with, with the shit. I'm very sad football season is over now. All I have to bet on is basketball. But uh yeah. I'm cool with that. I I do way better at basketball. <laughs> um, that's what I'm saying. I suck at football. football. Nah, bro, I'll be, be making football is tough. <laughs> Man, I, I don't know. I don't like betting on basketball. But I mean it is what it is. We don't we don't rock out. And since we're not getting a baseball season, I don't know when the fuck I'm gonna be able to bet on bet on baseball, but it's fine, I suppose. Do not bet on. I it's don't all bet on good. But with uh, the conclusion of that game, um, it, it left a lot of 
even more conversation was sparked with the conclusion of that game, including um one mm-hmm. Richard Sherman who had some uh some points that he liked to be to to make about one Matthew Stafford. Um, first mm-hmm. of all, I don't really know who was calling him a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people, but God, I'm kind of all right. I think Sherman has a pretty good point, right? But it's tough when you're trying to make this point, calling out one person directly when it's not just about him. Like, we've, we've had this conversation on the podcast before about, like, different Hall of Fames just kind of being easier to get into in general. Um, but, I mean, he's kind of right. Like, you're going to sit here and put someone in the Hall of Fame who has a Super Bowl ring, but as a quarterback was not the MVP, um, has definitely put up good regular season numbers and has good career numbers and things like that. But there's plenty of um, good players, like, or you can consider great for that, like, for that time period players that aren't in the Hall of Fame and kind of shouldn't be. Like, he really doesn't have – it was tough for him to go – I mean, even Matt Ryan got an MVP. That's tough. But, like, yep. yeah, he, he has a point. Like, I I mean, I'm kind of with him. I just don't like the way he went about it. And I think, like, Matt Stafford deserves his flowers. And, like, his wife was right. He was like, listen, can we table this conversation until he's done playing? Because um, <laughs> there is, you know, like, there anything can happen. You know what I mean? Um, do yeah. I think he's going to turn to an MVP in the next years? No. But uh, still – you know, if the Rams make another Super Bowl and he starts getting like another uh, NFC championship under his belt and, you know, plays a little bit better and things like that. Like, I mean, he's yeah, he it's not like he played that great in the Super Bowl, um, but he yeah. had a good season. He, I mean, you, it's not a to me, it's not that hard of an argument to make against him when he was tied for the most interceptions in the NFL. So but yeah. at the end of the day, like. Yeah, you, to be in a Hall of Fame, you need to be considered great, like all-time great, not just yeah. for what's going on now because it seems like one of those where it's like, all right, like the next era and like the next 10, 15 years, like his numbers will be passed by someone. Right. So the thing with, the thing with Stafford is, is like he's statistically, he has some of the best stats ever, you know, for quarterback. In terms of like t- like fastest to do this this amount of this amount of yards this amount of yards this amount of yards, you know most passing attempts you know touchdowns and interceptions for somebody that's his age, but for him to have done everything that he done and now I'm gonna put perspective on this conversation of course, it to have one Pro Bowl, and that being your only accolade, it yeah, says a lot. It says a lot. But at the same time, does it really because of the situation that he was in for the first 12 seasons of his career? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, for him to come out, right, and win a Super Bowl in his first year after leaving that terrible situation, I think that tells more of the story about what kind of quarterback Matthew Stafford is ver- versus, you know, the first 12 years of his career. Because we know he always has had the talent. It's just a matter of, like, he was in a bad situation. He's in a good situation. And the first year you put him in a good situation, he wins the Super Bowl. Now, I'm not saying that Stafford by any means is a Hall of Famer because compared to dudes that's even in the NFL right now, he doesn't even have – he doesn't have the stats. I mean, he doesn't have the accolades, that is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But for for Sherman, he has to acknowledge that, all right, Stafford, he got at least another, like, maybe, like, five, six, seven years. A lot could happen in that time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying he's going to be an MVP – or he's going to be first team all pro, you know, perennially. But, you know, his story's not, his story is not the, it's not, it's not finished. 
you know, and this is this is it, especially if the, the NFC as it is right now, you know, with Brady retiring, we don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. Um, there's potential for, for the Rams to go back and win again if they if they keep the same team. Absolutely. So I, I don't I, I don't know. And my, the, my only caveat to this argument is that winning kind of makes people forget. And that's why I say that Eli Manning is a Hall of Famer because Eli Manning only has a couple of Pro Bowls with no other accolades, but has two Super Bowl MVPs. Yeah. Two Super Bowl MVPs, two Super Bowl wins, obviously. And also he but he also did put together great runs in the playoffs. Um right. But you can also Stafford. make an argument that for Stafford for Stafford, this was one of those great runs. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't know if I want to say great runs. Um, I was say because they were expected to win. Yeah, like. I don't, not not even that, not even that. I just think that like, especially the way the like, all right, going back to the regular season, especially the way they finished the regular season wasn't great, and I think there was mm-hmm. just a little too much inconsistency. And there's a lot of things you could chalk it up for. That's why like, he has a point. I don't think he needed to be so angry about it to really call out Matt Stafford specifically. Like it was his fault that people said it. Like he didn't tell people. Yeah. Um. Right. But I, I'm kind of with like his wife on this one. Like literally, like wait till he's done to really have this conversation because like you're saying like there is so much left to be written in the story depending on how things go he's no longer in a situation like detroit where you got to worry about his health because they got no line mm-hmm. you got to worry about all these things he got us to he's got maybe one offensive weapon and everything like that you know he's in an overall better situation like you said so like i like that's where i see both sides but like he does. He does have a point that like people th- do throw the term around a little too loose. Like yeah, if we were like, oh, listen, Matt Stafford's going to retire right now. Like yes, then mm-hmm. you know it goes into that. But eh. right, because as it stands, if Matt Stafford never wins another ring and he continues with his with the with the insane amount of stats that he's he'll put up, yeah. you put like a dude like Matt Stafford against a dude like Philip Rivers, bro. Sorry about that. You put a dude like Matt Stafford against a dude like Philip Rivers, bro. I, that's like to me. It's like Phil Rivers. He Phil has Rivers should be in the hole. Wow, and 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 for perspective of the conversation, it definitely makes sense. But I, you know, Matt Stafford, he's probably gonna finish with better stats than him. He's gonna have the ring. And what has Phil Rivers done more? He has seven more Pro Bowls, bro. Who cares about the Pro Bowl? That's what yeah, I'm like cause... like the all time the all time goats don't care about Pro Bowls. It's not that's not even what this is about. But four time Pro Bowler Andy Dalton, baby. You know what I'm saying? And and that's also, like, to that point, it's, like, the reason why I'm, again, like, I don't think Philip Rivers should be in the hall is because the only reason people put Eli in the hall is the playoff runs and the Super Bowls, Super Bowl MVPs. Like, yeah, Philip Rivers ain't got none of that shit. And if we're going to talk about if he did or what he was doing, like, being a great regular season quarterback shouldn't get you in the Hall of Fame. Yep, that's like, a fact. Yeah, but, but. And the caveat to that is even though Stafford's and this is where I understand what your Sherman is talking about. He Matt Stafford hasn't even been a good regular season quarterback because his teams have been bad. So <laughs> statistically, I mean, yeah, the stats are there, but what does it say about what are we gonna team? talk about is it all... because of Megatron? Like I mean, you know, you could you could make that argument for sure. I mean, but that was only still one one part of his career. Of like, course. you know, Matt Stafford was still was still good after that. You know what I'm saying? I think he's so, I think he's a great quarterback. I don't know if he so would be deserving it, of the Hall of Fame as right now his career stands right now. Yeah, right now, no. Right, right now, if I had if if you if 
if Matt Stafford requ required retired today, if I was a Hall of Fame voter, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I don't. Because think about, even think about the Hall of Fame this, this season that we barely even spoke about. There's dudes that didn't get in on the first ballot, like Devin Hester didn't get in. And he's literally the greatest kick return of all, of all time. Torrey Holt didn't get in. One of the greatest receivers of all time. You see what, I, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if, this, if the Football Hall of Fame is as, as exclusive and as picky and choosy as, as, as that, then if I had to call it right now, Matt Stafford is not a Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. JT, you got anything to weigh in here? Uh, yeah, I agree. Like, I don't, I don't consider Matt Stafford a, a Hall of Fame quarterback. I do, I did think it was kind of weird for Sherm to talk about it, like, now, especially, like... so angry. He took it very yeah, personally. Like, it, it feels very personal, especially because, like, I don't recall them two ever having, like, any type of personal beef. Like, um, but, yeah, no, I, like, to, to you guys' point, it's like, all right, yeah, he's got some of these accolades, but he doesn't have, like, the major ones, which is which really important. You know, he had Megatron. They were doing their thing in terms of just, like, racking up yards and touchdowns and stuff. But as you mentioned, as you pointed out, the, the interceptions were pretty high as well. Um, I can't just say, like, oh, he should have been better. Because, yeah, the, the Detroit Lions didn't do a good job of surrounding him with a complete team. Um, but at the same time, just because he – when he is surrounded by a good team, all right, yeah, he he balled out and he, and he won the big game. But, you know, that's just one time. You know, there's a lot of people in the, in the NFL that have one ring that were, you know, had decent careers that aren't in the hall. So just because you win a ring and have a lot of stats, regular season stats, doesn't really necessarily mean you're, you're a Hall of Fame bound. Now, if he does it again next year, then it's a different story. Like, yeah. even if he doesn't have an MVP or, you know, a Pro Bowl, and if he leads the, the, the Rams back to another Super Bowl and they win it, then we can talk about, all right, yeah, Hall, you know, can't bound. But until then... Uh, uh, you know, he's just another, you know, real. he's going to, as he retired right now, it'd just be looked at as, all right, yeah, he was a really good quarterback and that won a Super Bowl. Like, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and especially at the quarterback position, it's like we look at that very, very exclusively, I'm saying, because outside of, like, the two, the, the two players that, that were all pro this season, I mean, Mahomes, obviously, like, his story's not finished, but I think we all know with Mahomes, he's going to go down as one of the greats. But, yeah. um, you know, you really had Brady, you had Rodgers, you got Mahomes. But after that, it's like, who is really, like, who really played the season that's, like, a surefire, like, all right, this person is getting into the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. It's not, it's not, it's not a lot, is, is my point. So, I, I think Sherman definitely was justified. I don't like how Sherman be going about shit. It always feels like he's trying to attack people, but I don't know. Yeah, like, who, who knows? You, who bro? knows? It feels like a Napoleon complex yeah. or something like that. Yeah, like, like, I mean, I don't know. it's hard to be know. Napoleon when you're 6'3", but, is, you know. Is he upset? Yeah. People, like, <laughs> I, but, people stop talking about him being a great corner? Like, well, I mean, Sherm is, well, oh once God. again, though. Is he bitter because of the whole Sherm's a, a system quarterback thing? <laughs> well, I mean, listen, Sherm at least got 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 all pro teams, so let's put respect on Sherm yeah. at, the end of the, at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So until Stafford gets any of that, like he can't, he can't say shit. You know what I mean, it's tough to get all pro for a quarterback, though. <laughs> I mean, when it's, you're playing. Two, it, it, it's two spots, but yeah. even with the even even on defense for corner, it's hard too. It's two spots. Yeah, like like how are we gonna like it? It's it's tough, but that's why it's like there's good, there's great, yeah. and there's elite. 
And it's, it's also just tough when you're playing in the same era as Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and like well, Drew yeah. Brees. And then you're like, all right, you know, they're getting old. Well, and then here comes Patrick Mahomes. Well, <laughs> well, the thing then is, it's like, and I and I and I'll include Aaron Rodgers in this, but once he whenever he retires, the golden era of quarterbacks is is really over. But then and again, it's, it's like it's, quarterbacks. But, and and now it's like, well, I guess, but and you have the next era of quarterbacks, especially in the AFC, that's like it, it mm-hmm. it's incredible because you got you got Lamar, of course, you got Allen, you got Mahomes, you have Joe Burrow, you got all of these young dudes that's coming up. You got Jay Herbo. You know what I'm saying? And we got and we're gonna see next year what's gonna happen with all these young dudes, man. It's gonna be tough. Hope Aaron Rodgers is smart. That's Zach Wilson Green, too. I, I didn't forget about you, JT. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Wilson guy. Maggie Wilson, we're lit. Maggie <laughs> Wilson. My son was at the draft, like, we're not at BYU anymore. Gang <laughs> <Dang> signs. <laughs> I thought everyone what was holding those? up peace signs. What happened? He's only he's only used to seeing Bibles, <laughs> not blunts. Bro, you know what was wild? I didn't realize. Like it was only a couple years ago that BYU allowed soda on campus. <laughs> what? That Mormon Yo. shit, bro. Brigham Young. Brigham Young. Just crazy. But um, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's football season, man. See y'all. That's it. See y'all. Yeah, next next year, September. Oh God, September, I, I, can't, I don't know how. I'm, Jesus nah, Christ. I mean, because we free still agency, well, free agency. Free, yeah, draft free yeah. agency. All right. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. My uh, free agency has started once again with, is Antonio Brown the missing piece for the Ravens? Jesus Christ. I hope oh, to God yes, I don't sign that, no. man. <laughs> I also saw the Giants got Wing Martindale. Yeah. That was this yeah, week. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that happened uh, about a week ago. I was pretty upset it's, with the move when it happened for us letting go away. Um, but I was like super confused as to like the guy that we signed. I was like, what, what's happening? You're telling me we didn't promote someone internally. And then I found out who he was and like watched the press Mm -hmm. conference, stuff like that. The guy we signed started as an intern with the Ravens. And the only year he left was he left to go be the DC at Michigan. So he's Mm -hmm. been with them. So they were like, oh yeah, this is like home. Like he was like, I met my wife in Baltimore. So he technically was with the organization. So that made me feel better about it. Well, that's good then. You know what I'm saying? Because. Honestly, I was sad that we let go of Pat, Pat Graham. Well, he more so walked away for obvious reasons. Um, yeah. But, you know, he took a better job. I'm happy for him. He's going to be a head coach one day. So I'm happy for Pat. But, uh, you know, us getting winked, that's tough. I mean, we prior, we got pieces on defense. Let's work. Yeah, man. Excited, yeah. excited yeah, for the move, I think. You're going to yeah. love Wink and his white yeah. sleeves. Yep, damn right. Damn right. Those MAGA Giants. Um, I don't think there's any more football though. That 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 oh, basically man. sums it up. I think we spent enough time talking about football and my lagging connection. So sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we didn't have a transition queued up. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> I was waiting for the transition. Not. I was like, yeah. oh boy, had oh, a, boy. yeah, had absolutely nothing. Well, I guess what was it? Uh, two days after. The uh, Super Bowl, we we got the press conferences for uh, James Harden and Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trade is that were made after yep, the podcast. It, yep, yep, yep. We warned y'all. We yep. knew it was gonna happen. We did. We just couldn't. T- we just couldn't talk about it because it didn't happen yet. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, yeah. So, so, so James Harden forced his way out of uh, the Nets, which isn't necessarily media, but media, um, you know, putting a spin on it. I genuinely believe that's what happened. And I was hoping that it, that this shit was overblown. And I said that I, I believe that it's overblown. Obviously, I was wrong. I'll admit when I'm wrong. But I still feel like his best chance to win was in Brooklyn. And I think he he this has more about Harden than it does about the Nets. This is the second time that he forced himself out of a situation that he didn't want to be in in about a year. So I don't know. Don't really like don't really love that necessarily for the Sixers. Uh long term, I'm I'm happy that the Nets were able to get some of that draft capital back. Um and yeah. I think the Nets got some got some good role players on top of getting Ben Simmons. Should should be interesting to watch. I think it was a good trade for the Nets. Um, I said that before, but uh, I mean they brought a lineup of Patter like Patty or Seth, Kyrie, KD, Ben, Nick Claxton, or you just put Patty and Seth and go small. Like that shit is gonna that's gonna be bad. Uh, during your away games though. Um. But it's like, I mean, it's something for both teams. I think uh, it's kind of good that for the Sixers looking to the future that they didn't have to let go of Maxi or Thibel. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, Seth and um, Drummond were key pieces of the team this year. But, um, again, at the end of the day, like, veterans can be replaced, as shitty as it is to say. But um, those, you know, and that's Cap's race that that is freed up a bit there. Kind of, but not really. But uh, it's it's not the worst move for the Sixers. I think it does make them tougher because you still got to wait to see how James Harden actually integrates himself. But um, I really like the move for the Nets, honestly, because especially if you're getting half-assed James Harden, we'll take a yeah. little-ass Ben. Over that, definitely. Um, but my thing, as you're saying about the whole media thing, I don't think uh, the media blew up him wanting to be out. But the a recent headline I saw was talking about, oh – um, he was rolling his eyes whenever a play wasn't drawn up for him. And he wanted oh, to play he... hero ball and hated the fact that KD wanted this free-flowing offense and all this stuff like that. And then today I see a TikTok um, of Steph, I think of the All-Star game last year maybe, but before, and it was talking about how James Harden was like, damn, like he really wished that they played more like the Warriors and stuff like that. And he wants to be in a thing of good basketball and things like that. So it's like, is that New York media? Like, what, what are we getting here? I think New York media is going to be bitter regardless because it's New York media yeah. and it's not even the Knicks. Um, but regard, I think, honestly, it worked out for both parties, both Harden and the Nets. Um, I think the Sixers, I mean, until everyone's healthy, we'll really see how big of an impact it's going to be. I think it's a great fit. I think Embiid and Harden is a great fit. Um I've said that before, and they, like I said, they managed to keep the peace around them. So if they can get Harden playing to the level he's supposed to be playing at, um, you know, maybe everyone's favorite coach, uh, who's only good at kind of having relationships with players, can um, <laughs> do something there. Man, I could be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong because I don't, I don't root for, for people to not succeed. But I don't think that this was a good trade for the Sixers. I think this is a perfect example of um, Daryl Morey. Wanting, wanting his guy and him mortgaging the benefit of the team to get his guy. And yeah, like that, like it's from the Sixers point of view, it's like, all right, y'all are trading for James Harden on paper. 
I understand what the 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 logic behind this was. And maybe it's because he was unmotivated to play for the Nets. Maybe it was because, you know, he genuinely is injured. But I don't know if anybody has seen James Harden play the past two months. It has not been good on the court. And Justin probably can agree with me because I know he watches every single Nets game. But if you talk about the right now and how he's playing, it's it's not gonna it, it's not good. You know what I'm saying? It Maxi is gonna is good is not gonna be as good with Harden on the floor, in my opinion, because Maxi is their ball dominant guard that that moves he and, and works. James Harden, unless he completely does a 180 and starts playing like he's like like how he was when uh Katie and Kyrie was out last season. I don't foresee this being good for the Sixers. I don't know. Y'all can tune in if y'all want. I mean, you guys already know. I, I feel like... You've been waiting for... Well, I was going to say, like, I feel like I talked about this last week, but, I mean, yeah, I just don't see how if you're a Sixers fan... I mean, I think the Sixers fans' whole thing, at least what I'm seeing, is they're just more... I feel like they're more happy to get rid of Ben Simmons than they are to acquire James Harden because, yeah. like, if you watch... for that, though. If you watch James Harden this season, you, you would be... I would You'd be furious that you had to also give up Seth Curry and Andre Drummond in that trade. Um, and two first-round draft picks. Like, Ben Simmons is oh – no, sorry. James Harden is not worth that, at least in my opinion. Yeah, he has all-star, this I guess. Point, no. I guess he has all-star numbers, but if you actually watch the games, he has not really played like an all-star. You know, he's nowhere near what his MVP form was. His defense is atrocious, arguably some of the worst in the league. That's not right? you, Um No, but I'm, I mean, but John, like, it's, it's bad. Like, we knew, like, the, the stigma around Harden was that he didn't play defense, but, like, this year in particular, it's been bad. It's almost like – it literally is, like, almost playing, like, five on four out there. Like, he's gone, get the he's turnstile. Gone James Holmes. Yeah, like, like he is just a ghost out there. Um, yeah. You know, and, and you talk about, like, he's gotten to the point now where he's more lineup he's, – he's a more lineup-based superstar uh, than, he is, than he has been in the past, especially in, in Houston where he was able to work with, you know, different types of lineups. Now, you kind of need to surround him with a bunch of shooting – and or a rim running center. Otherwise, he's just really not going to do anything because he doesn't have the burst that he did, you know, even last season, right? And then when that's the case, teams don't have to respect him coming off that pick and roll. If there's not a lot of shooters, you can just cheat and pack the paint, which we saw was happening in Brooklyn this season. So, yeah, I, I just don't know, especially because, yeah, they have some decent shooters in, in Philly, but I can't really see Georges Niang being like your spot-up guy in the corner. I can't see Forkon Korkmaz being your spot-up guy in the corner. Obviously, Thibel can't really shoot the three. You don't trust Danny Green? I mean, but all right, but you have Danny Green. That's it, right? And then you're kind of in the well, same uh, a similar situation. Tobias. Tobias is not spotting up on the I'm window. not saying spot-up, spot-up, but I mean a lineup of um, James Harden, let's say Thibel, Green, Tobias, Embiid. It I mean, sounds good on paper. It's all going to come back to on what James Harden we get. And um, my, my thing with that is like, as a Mavs fan, I've seen enough people granted, not a star to this level, but enough people come out of a situation that they didn't like and actually play some inspired ball. Cause that's how um, contract year, Tim Hardaway continue to be on the team. Also, I think everyone should just sign Tim Hardaway to one year contracts and maybe they'll <laughs> just get the best out of him every time because what the fuck? Um, besides the point, uh, there, I mean, I'm not, do you just feel like it's not going to happen? Like, are you just not confident it happened versus you're just like, 
this is all like this is the best it's gonna get for the Sixers for James Harden um for James Harden yeah this is the best it's gonna get like you don't think he's gonna like you don't think that because he's now in a situation that he may like more even if it's fleeting um he might play to potentially try and make a run I mean he's gonna come out and play inspired he's gonna come out and play inspired but he's not gonna be where he was last season Mm -hmm. like it's just just not there because if that was the case he would have been playing like that even before things started to sour but but then again he had a foot out the door even when he first got to Brooklyn so Mm -hmm. that yeah I feel like that the point could be you know that that point's a little bit desired but 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 yeah no Miles go ahead Nah, I was just going to say, and it's also one of those situations where it's like, all right, if anything happens with MB, like, I'm not wishing injuries on anybody, but he does have an injury history. Same thing with me saying it about Kyrie or KD or any of these guys. Um, if MB gets hurt, what is what is making James Harden want to be motivated to play in that situation? Mm-hmm. That's my That's my whole thing. It's like, the Sixers is contingent on a lot of what ifs. Same thing with the Nets. Let me don't, don't get me wrong, but my main thing with the Sixers is they're gonna go as far as Embiid's health, the how their role players play because their role players are gonna have to do a lot more now. Maxi and Thibault included, and how James Harden feels like playing that day. You know what I'm saying? Like, because if anything happens with Embiid, and this was before even with. With, well, actually, you can't even really say it because they stayed afloat last season when Ben Simmons was was playing when Embiid was hurt. But if Embiid get if anything happens to Embiid this season, which we know him to be an injury ridden player, unfortunately, this team is done. That that's my that's it's point blank period. There's nothing that could convince me that the Sixers will be good if anything happens to Embiid. Well, my my thing with that is like, if you're James Harden, right? I guess the idea is you're betting on yourself, right? That if something happens to Jimmy mm-hmm. Joel Embiid, you'll be able to carry till he comes back. And also that you being there takes some of the pressure off of him, right? So he doesn't have to like bust his ass to get like 50 a night for them to be competitive in a game and things like that, right? That's to me how things should be if you're James Harden. But again, for a player like James Harden, you guys know how I feel, especially when we talk about playoffs and things like that. I don't know how great James Harden is at betting on himself as confident as he may portray himself to be um and you have and, doc rivers at the helm of that yeah and now they're saying oh uh, my first choice that i was i wasn't even trying to go to the nets i was trying to go to the sixes and join doc rivers uh, james oh, harden shit. and daryl Morey yeah, called man. doc rivers he got fired does it hey, doc rivers bum ass yeah and you heard the report the beach report during about how they're talking about uh seeing if they ch- they're trying to grab in d'antoni real quick see how that works D'Antoni right. and Doc Rivers? Oh, my God. When no, they lose in the repl- first round, yeah. Yeah. I'll be in a rare yeah. form. No, but that's what's going to happen. You see the writing on the wall, especially, like, if like when the reports came out and then, all, you know, the whole thing of him wanting to go to Philly, it's like, okay, well, looks like Maurice is trying to recapture what he had in in Houston, and I don't <laughs> think that's going to be good for MB because also look at it on the offensive side, right? Pick and roll, it might work. Embiid's not really the a pick and roll guy. I think he's like bottom five in terms of like pick and roll centers because that's just not his game. Um, mm-hmm. But now it's all, and it's also like, right. He dominates on the block. And a lot of times his shooters get a lot of open looks because they send the double at, at Embiid and then they knock down, you know, the shot as soon as it gets to them. Right. Harden's not a catch and shoot guy. Like he refuses to take catch and shoot threes and he's not that good at it. So when the double comes to Embiid and Embiid kicks it out to Harden, either in the corner or on the wing, is Harden actually going to shoot it? And at least yeah. 
in terms of what I saw this season, the answer would be no. So I, I, the offense doesn't seem like it's going to be, I mean, when you have two superstars like that, you can maybe figure it out. Like, I mean, they said the same thing about the nets with, you know, only one ball, like great players figure it out. But at the same time, there are a lot of deficiencies and we saw weaknesses in the nets last season. And I think there's going to be a lot of them on the offensive side for the Sixers now with whenever Harden gets back. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. I mean, I don't know. I, I personally think that this was a trade that the Nets had to make, but I think either way, the Nets would have would would have been okay as long as KD comes back fine. Which is once again, I talked about ifs before. Is a major if. All star draft was hilarious, by the way. That's what it's made me think of. Yeah, definitely. Right. He needed he needed some size. He didn't have no centers. No, I was not yeah. even just that. <laughs> Anyway, so KD, can you tell us about how you're feeling and when you might be able to come back to play? No, they said no. (laughs) He wanted to laugh, so he wanted to laugh, bro. The fact that he he... did his best to not break character that entire thing, phenomenal. Right. Like the inside guys are the best for all the things they made, and LeBron playing playing it up too. Yeah, LeBron knew. LeBron, LeBron knew knew what it was. That's not happening in any other sport, bro. He was like, "You making any more? You're not done making trades today." <laughs> that was that was funny. That Bro, was funny. that. Uh, everything about it was great, but um, uh, I mean, I see you saw. I mean, I feel I like, was, uh, yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say to like your Daryl Morey point. It's like we got the 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 Dallas Knicks over by me, and then now we're just gonna have the Philadelphia Rockets. Like, except for they're going with the full organization, which. Yep. Didn't do shit. So yeah, literally they don't got Clint Capella, but they got Joel Embiid. Yeah. And instead of uh CP3, they got Tyrese Maxey. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. It is what it is. I I I don't know, man. The process. Yeah. Don't, don't exactly know what happened. And y'all talked about, you know, a player feeling more motivated coming out of the bad situation. I really think that that's what's going to happen with Ben Simmons, man. I still think he's a crumb. Don't get me wrong. Like, I like until proven otherwise, he's still a crumb to me. But, <laughs> he said a crumb. you know, look, I think we'll it's see what uh, happens. we'll see. We'll see how he is as a crumb as a third option. I don't even think he's going to be a third option. Like, that's why I think it's going to be better for him because the pressure is going to be off, right? You have Kevin Durant and Kyrie to defer to, right? You also, you're also going to be on the court with either Seth Curry, Joe Harris, or Patty Mills, or any a combination of two of them, right? right. Along with, uh, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge or Blake Griffin or Nick Claxton, et cetera, et cetera, right? So, like, there's no pressure for him to do anything on offense because you're going to have at the minimum, three guys that are offensive threats, right? Um, all he really has to do is just pass the ball and then just cut to the basket. That's it. Um, so I, especially like come playoff time where I think the, uh, you know, the whole onus was, all right, Embiid needs his number two guy, which would be Ben Simmons naturally uh, because Tobias was out here stinking it up. Uh, now in the playoffs, you can just, all right, I can just defer to KD, which is not a bad option. I can defer to Kyrie. I can defer to, oh, one of my, you know, four or five shooters in the corner on the wing. So uh, I think the worst thing to me, honestly, like say what you want about like the on the court stuff. I think the worst thing that's come out of this whole situation is like the whole mental health thing. And basically a lot of people just saying like, oh yeah, he was faking it the whole time just because they saw him smiling um, on the bench. And I'm like, well, damn, niggas never left a toxic workplace or a toxic relationship before. Like, (laughs) like that shit, like, should be making you sad. I don't think people, I feel, feel like people are confusing, like, 
I don't think Ben Simmons didn't want to play basketball. He just didn't want to play basketball in Philadelphia. And I get it. He folded in the playoffs. He was right to get, mm. you know, he was right to get oh, slandered for it. Oh, how the tides turn now that he's on your team. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. No, I'm, right. I'm not I'm talking right. about the mental whoa, whoa, whoa. health side. I'm not talking about the mental health side. You've been very consistent. But I'm yes. talking about the defense of this man currently. Oh, can I finish the point first? There. Right, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead like I said, he was rightfully slandered for folding in the playoffs. At the same time, as we've all as we've all agreed upon on this pod, it doesn't help when not only your teammate, right, but also your coach don't have your back to any degree in the post game, and then the city turns on you in a way that I've never really seen a city turn on a player like that. I mean, aside from maybe Aguilar. <laughs> <laughs> but like you had you had whole newscasters you know remember when like when that big flood happened a few months ago or whatever like yeah you, you had newscasters saying like oh yeah we spotted ben simmons in the city and it was a picture of a garbage can floating down the school river like where else are you seeing that oh in in any market <laughs> no but I, I can't remember i can't remember you know, <laughs> any any new york person you know doing that shit the only I'm just thing saying, like it, it does like yeah. obviously he he was rightfully he was right to get slandered i think but i think there was also a, a quite a few people that i don't think sixers fans or philly fans want to admit there were quite a few people that took it overboard mm-hmm. yeah. and that type of stuff kind of gets to people in a way that's not healthy and i think it that those are things that probably got to him i do think that if he just came back and played though it wouldn't have been as bad he would have got a he would have got booed first couple home games and it would have been fine yeah and if he balled out like they would have came around like, and it yes. would have been and it, and it would have been, it would have it would have been whatever that that post that that postseason narrative you know what i'm saying but we're gonna sit here and i don't know how he was feeling disclaimer so i can't really sit and sit and you know this is just me being presumptuous we're gonna sit here and play the mental health card when you play bad in the playoffs and of course they, i'm not saying that doc and mb handled it the way that it should have been handled definitely wasn't but you're gonna sit here and use that as an excuse for not playing the playing basketball. You're getting paid all this money to go go out there and do and use mental health as an excuse to not play in these games when you're richer than everybody that's talking about you. Like that, like that makes no sense to me. Which is why I feel like he's a crumb. You know, he's a crumb that's very that happens to be very good at the game of basketball. And I think I he'll hoop with the Nets. He's very good at the game of basketball, Josh. Okay. He's, he's very good at the game. He's very good at I don't the game. Think of he's, I don't think he's as good at basketball as Matt Stafford is as football. Wait, I think well, I mean, well, I, well, that's a weird what? ass comparison. <laughs> I'm about to I was about this I was about to say, and plus the season's not over yet. So if the Nets go win it when when it ring and he's not finals MVP, so what's and and plus this nigga Ben Simmons got got more fucking accolades say, than Matt Stafford does. He got more in like four years than Matt Stafford got yeah, in fifteen what, years. What he what he got he got rookie of the year, three time All Star. Rookie of the year, three final, three time All Star. I think like first team All Defense th- twice. Th- yeah, you know what I'm saying third, third, third team um, All All NBA, which is basically top fifteen in the league. Yeah, I think John just being so. Yeah, player. he's very, he's very good. He's very, <laughs> he's very, he's very good at basketball. Jesus, guys, I can't make and a he's funny, back and to he's, a joke, but all right, it's boo. Fine. No, because John used to be hating. Nah, you, you a hater, nah. John. You a hater. I hate it's not, it's that, not just that doesn't sound like a joke. No, I'll, yeah. I would definitely own up to my hating on Ben Simmons. That's fine because I think I'm justified in my hate on Ben Simmons. That's valid. No, you He's are. as mid I'm as not dad. You're not. But like, I definitely no, 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 brought no. up the best effort the, the conversation we just had. I will, I will ask this though, right? In terms of the whole mental health thing, 
Um, I've been thinking about it. Is very this... weak, by the way. I'm not a fan of that. I really hate that shit. But guys, as a depressed person, don't look. My question is 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 a lot of the vitriol because and I, I feel like a lot of the times like like Demar Derozan right and Kevin Love like they were champion for speaking out on mental health right mm-hmm. I feel like this is the first time we've really seen it where actively and like an active player has not been playing and cited mental health as a reason right like Demar and, and Kevin Love have talked about it in the past and I think oh I also know I would say like uh what Tariq Co- was it Tariq Cohen the guy on the Bears that stopped halfway through this season citing mental health and i remember he got a like kind of a lot of flack from some bears same thing, same same thing with calvin really but i think those calvin Ridley, that's what it is calvin really calvin yeah really. i i think um i can't really speak on those situations really because it, it i've never seen an nfl player just stop playing in the middle of the season so maybe like to me i feel like that's more justified and what would his motivation for out of playing was ben simmons is just like it's all too convenient like all this no, stuff and, yeah, and i and yeah. i know I, I get that I get. I think it's just like it's just weird. Like when you have like sports people automatically just like saying like, "Oh yeah, he's faking," and then it's like, "All right, well, like, what about other you know people that have you know experienced things?" Like I, that? It just feels kind of disingenuous and like, you know, what I'm saying. But I totally get like why it feels fishy that he just automatically cites all right mental health, especially because it's a, it came at a point in time in the country where people are focusing more on I'm with you know, mental you on health. The, I think like the first point you brought up about people saying. Oh, like he it wasn't mental health because he's smiling. That's stupid, right? Yeah, because like I, I feel like he's, he's not so, for everyone, so not for everyone, because it's never going to be everyone. But I feel like in the beginning, and we also said on this podcast, where we literally like, listen, I really hope that if he's talking about mental health, like this is a real thing, and he's not using it as an excuse. And if it is, I hope he gets the help he needs, mm-hmm. right? But you also just got to look at it from the bigger picture. And be like, we're we're never gonna fully have the answer to this question, but like, if all of a sudden mental health is never ish, an issue again, I don't know how 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 much mental health was. You know, if he saying? doesn't bring because it up for, or like for, speak for on it, any I people, agree, yeah, because yeah, like, for anyone who deals with like mental health issues, that shit doesn't just go away. Mm. That shit does not just go away. And again, you would think that like, all right, even if it takes five years of never talking about it again and then and he had no obligation to do it but you would think that if he gets better if he does have mental health issues gets better he would want to speak about it because from my experience people who get over things and move past things don't want other people to have to go through the same things that they do so they use their experiences to help so until something like that happens um, we're going to have to look at it with a grain of salt, which isn't the best way to look at it. But I mean, it's like you're saying, no, 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 you're, no, you're right. Yeah, you can, the it's, time, it's the it's time yeah, is convenient. convenient. That's, that's, yeah. that's it, bro. Like we can call, we can call it a spade a spade. Like it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you're going to, if he's going to be, that says that. yeah, it's fair. To, call I, spade, yeah. I feel like yeah, it, it is, it's fair to side eye it. Wiles it's not fair to just automatically dismiss it. I think. Yes. Yeah. Because it doesn't give you any room for error. Agreed. Well, if you're going to be an advocate, boy, be an advocate. That's it. We all have to just see his story's not done like uh, the rest of uh, Matt Stafford's career. Call there back. Go. There you go, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you. I hate how much yeah, Matt Stafford's been talking about today. <laughs> yeah. Well, he yeah, actually prefers to be called. He actually prefers to be called Matthew, which I feel like is weird. Wait, really? He, prefers... yeah, he, he does. Yeah. Yeah. I no longer like him. 
Yeah, he not he not Hall of Fame. He lost me. He lost me. Nah, he not Hall of Fame anymore. Yeah, he prefers to be called Matthew. So whatever. I mean, hey, what's his middle name? I hope it's some wild shit. Like his middle name is Armstrong. You know why people be doing the mother? No, no, no. His name is his his first name is actually John. His middle name is Matthew. Oh, I hate people named John too. Damn, double. Good thing my name isn't John. What is it? What I've been calling you this whole time. We've gone over this. My name is Jonathan. That's not what it says on the Zoom call right now. It says John. Uh, last I check your birth certificate, don't say JT. Now does it? It does. Ooh. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring it to the. I'm gonna bring it for show and tell next week. Ooh. Dude, please, please. <laughs> Imagine just having white it out. <laughs> this okay. might be one of the most Caucasian names I've ever heard in my life. John Matthew Stafford. That's, yeah, oh, that's, that's a biblical name. Yeah, that's a plantation yeah, that's name. A, that's a I'll fact. tell you what. You think yeah. you, but you know what? He's that. He's oh, he's from Dallas. So I mean, actually, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, that's. Yes, sir. That is a strong biblical name. Yo, that's my a nigga. Crow name. Nah, I'm not gonna lie. I know. I, I know. Before, before, <laughs> I, I know. I know you. You gotta be tight. Looking at the Golden State Knicks going crazy, bro. Right these now, niggas man. got more three point makes than two point makes. It doesn't make any yeah, sense. These niggas not yeah, this like should, this. Come on. Yeah, they they acting super unusual, especially Mr. Randall over here. He's fucking Randall pulling got like up four threes. Like it's yeah. He's about to pull up right now and do some shit. Oh, oh, oh. Yo, hold on to my man Seth Curry. Appreciate Wait. him. That's my boy. First of all, he was the Mavs legend. Tra- Isn't that Trailblazers legend stuff? Is Seth Curry? First of all, no. Nah, he's his, his he's career real was revived Mavs on legend, the dude. Mavericks. He got yeah. hurt his third year of that first contract. Uh, he, was hooping, he was hooping season. with the Trailblazers. And then what lie. did he do? Sign with the Mavs after. Again, yeah. two two rounds. Speaking of the Mavs, um, we traded Porzingis last week. About time. Um, I'm happy. I'm ha- I-, I love that for y'all. And I love that for us for flipping that into two first round picks. Um, I don't know, like, it's cool or whatever, but my thing is, once you trade Porzingis, I expected Jalen Brunson to be moved to get some more pieces. Um, I'm not mad that he's staying with us, but, like, I just kind of think it was, like, we, we do have some more flexibility now, right? Um, but I could see it also being a little bit early just because, especially this season, when he was on the floor, he played well. So it's, like, there's so much where it's, like, it's – I was listening to the homie uh, Ruba's podcast. Shout out Hoops and Half Advisors. And he was like, I'm pretty sure the, the episode was called like Lucas Performance Great. And it's like trade meh. And that that's really how I felt. Like it was a surprising move. Also surprising for the Wizards to be the team that was involved because I felt like we honestly could have got a better return from other teams. For example, I know um, we were in trade talks with um, the Raptors and I couldn't see the Raptors looking for Jalen Brunson because why would you put Jalen Brunson and Fred Van Fleet together? It just doesn't make sense. Um, nope. But so you would think that Porzingis would be one of the pieces involved. Um, I will say the one thing is that the fact that we only had to give up Porzingis to get a player that was coveted in free agency in Spencer Dinwiddie um, is good. And then, like I said, it gives us cap flexibility in the fact that if we need to move someone, it's not just one giant contract that we would have to get off our chest. Um we basically did just trade for two players that equal around to the same money, but it also gave us enough flexibility to resign, uh, to extend Dorian Finney-Smith, which is huge. Oh, yeah, because what y'all signed in four years, 52 million, right? I saw yep. that. Man, so that's I great. Like that for y'all. Um, shout out to Dodo. He's been having a great career. And I just think that 
we uh, the only thing I don't like is that we got smaller, and I feel like that means we're going all in on getting small. Which yeah, isn't great because we we get fucking bullied by any teams with size, regardless of if they're a top tier talent like Jokic or not. Um, but our team defense has been playing great overall. We beat the fucking the Heat last night, coming back down eleven. Great game. Um, and that was also Dinwiddie and Bertans' first game. So I think uh, Bertans is going to go full Dougie McBuckets. I think he's going to go full Dougie McBuckets on when he came to the Mavs. Just fucking was like, I, I have something to play for. Flames. Um, and I think, you know, I, Mark Cuban, I read the thing about Mark Cuban saying he was like, you know, like, was being nice about the Porzingis thing. And he's like, it didn't work out. And, you know, it's a shame. He's a good player. But at the end of the day, we needed another ball handler and we needed shooting. So we traded him and got the two things that we needed. And it's true. Um, I think uh, I can't remember the name of this podcast. Uh, this is one podcast that always comes up on my TikTok feed and they talk about sports. And homie brought up the point about um, this is a good move for us. Uh, it's the Pick a Side podcast. Um, this is a good move for us because now since Jalen Brunson is in the starting lineup, when him and Luca are off the floor, we have someone that can still run the offense and create some offense. Um, so hopefully we don't blow leads, which was our big thing. Um, so I expect both Bertans and Dimwee to play a lot better because they do have something to play for now. And um, mm-hmm. I just don't think, like, it was looked at as a really shitty move. And again, I wasn't that happy about it, but I don't think it's as bad as people are making it seem. Like, I think they're going to they're gonna step up and they're going to play better because also the Wizards are just a toxic situation. Yeah, man, honestly. And it's been highly for the bets that y'all got uh, Przingis' uh contract off y'all books because if he was going to be continue playing like how he was playing and he was making the money that he was making yeah, that's playing like so a much player better. and paid like a superstar yeah just it's better to just get this man off y'all books bro for real for real so love that for y'all that y'all got that got that off y'all books y'all can sign dfs and maybe y'all can even sign somebody else this summer i don't know what the free agent cards is looking like or if y'all even trade for somebody that has um that has a lot of money on their books you know y'all can see make, a Jalen brunson signing trade happening yeah. Yeah, this is a this is a nasty contract. God damn, I can't believe that, you know. But I mean, hey, at that at the point that he signed the contract with y'all or the extension, I guess, at the time, uh, I guess they thought it was worth it. You know what I'm saying? Cuz he's due to make 30 34 million dollars next season, which is golly. Y'all got a not y'all got a whole su- y'all got a whole superstar to pay. Yeah, not my problem no more, but I I have no ill feelings towards um Porzingis cuz you even said it like He's like, yeah, like, obviously the knock against me is staying healthy, but he was like, if you look at it, it's been contact injuries. It's not like he's just been, most of it, like, has been from contact. So, that, you know, it's a, there's always a luck part to injuries. Um, yes. So I do hope he has a good career. Um, you know, I got no ill will. It's when it was good, it was good. When it was bad, it was bad. So yep. it is what it is. Yep. Um, he still, Lucas still has, hasn't has uh, signed his uh, next contract, right? No, I think he signed the extension to, um, this past summer, him and Trey. This past summer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got that did. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did get the Supermax. So, yeah, so next year, Luca is going to be making $36 million. Wow, this is a lovely contract. Wait. So. Yeah, this is crazy. That first one, you, that rookie, that rookie Supermax. You talk about, you talk about, uh, what's you call it? You, you, you talk about the 1%, man. The 1% of the 1% is in the NBA is like, wow. Must be nice. Like, I wouldn't even know what to do with $35 million in a year. I know most a lot of that is going to taxes, so like whatever you take, like say say I'm I'm seeing like, bro, would you 17, know what to do? With, would you know what to do with ten million in a year? 
or five sure. million in a year? I, I I would pay my student loans off. Yeah, <laughs> I I tell you that. that. That could probably get done relatively quick. Shit. I might start I a coke habit our- just cause. Yeah, oh man and that my friend i'm buying all, I'm buying all the tiktok cosplayers i don't even care yeah. just buying them outright I'm just buying i'm buying out their contracts yo k cunningham oddly really looks like patrick mahomes and it, I, I just can't see it now like they like look like patrick they could be patrick mahomes cousins. and kelly put together i'm crying not all light skins looking alike <laughs> they low key do that. They low key do. You could throw, Yo. you could throw Steph in there. <laughs> Throw Steph in there. Steph looked like any generic light skin person. Nah, my mom was violating the shit out of Seth today, so I was rewatching. So I didn't get to watch it on Valentine's Day. I was rewatching the Nets game, the Nets Kings game, just to see like how Drummond and uh, Seth did in their uh, debuts Seth and stuff. Like twenty eight. He dropped like yeah, he dropped twenty three. But I just, I just kind of wanted to see like like how they meshed like within the offense mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Bro, my mom was like, yo, you know what? Seth looks kind of weird. Like, why is his nose so much bigger than everybody else in his family? And I'm like, damn, that's so mean. She <laughs> got the same nose. Yeah, I don't think she knows, like, the sister. Yeah. I think she just only knows, like, uh, uh, Steph, Dell, and then the mom. Regardless, Sonya's the, <laughs> the finest curry. Hmm. Mom's all right. Mom's, mom's, is, more, mom's is more than all right. <laughs> Mom, mom, nah, Iggy really go to mom's decent. Nah, no. yeah, mom, yeah, yeah, mom, mom's pretty decent. Mom's ain't half bad. The, the, the crazy thing is, we only got like a five second glimpse of it over too. Un, over under on the crazy. moms. Son, oh my goodness, we really like we really got a five second glimpse. I remember I had to rewind the TV. I'm like, wait, who was that? Like, <laughs> man, Iggy dead tooted out. Mom's like, Iggy did that shit. And then got traded from the Warriors right after. <laughs> <laughs> and then didn't want to play for the Grizzlies. And then he got bought out so fast. <laughs> Bro. What to say, man. Oh, man. That was, oof. I'm not going to lie, Miles. I'm At this point, I'm just looking forward to see if my prop bets hit. Because this is bull crap. <laughs> Bro, y'all, y'all still, bro, y'all. This was this. Is, yeah, y'all, y'all gonna make it a game by the fourth watch. I'm telling you, after the. Oh well, no, because I saw at, at the Blazers game. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, no, 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 bro. Forget the Blazers <laughs> game. Shit, OKC the other night. I think that shit was worse because we was in the crib, bro. Dog, I this nigga Josh yo, out shot, here twenty eight. <laughs> you know, you know who's a real like a, a real candidate for like uh, most improved player, man. Fucking um, Blue Dort. Anthony Anthony Simons, man, yo, he's been playing unbelievable basketball without I mean, David Lillard. There was up. there was rumors last year that part of the reason they would have been willing to trade CJ then was because of his progression. Yeah, um, yeah. And then I saw nah. some uh, TikTok thing that they were talking about, like even with all the moves that um the Blazers made, and people were thinking that they're tanking. Like if you have if you pair. Dame, Anthony, maybe Nurk because you don't have to contract him away with cap space. If you could steal someone, it's just not realistic. Small market and all this stuff. But if you can steal someone, it's not that bad. And then you'll probably get some higher picks and all whatnot. Um, you're putting yourself in a good cap situation that way. Anthony's, he's hey, Dame's been trying to tell us, man. Yeah, he definitely has been. But uh, oh, yeah, man. I guess that's it for really basketball. Uh, baseball, uh, we're not. There's no end in sight. It's we're doomed. Um, that's it. Day 78 of the lockout. I am crying that I probably won't <laughs> go to the Yankees game this season, but it's okay. 
And look, I ain't get vaxxed for nothing, damn it. This is part damn of the right. reason why. Like, yep. Yep. Oh well. It is what it is, man. I hate it here, man. This baseball is, is just like they 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 yeah, we're not getting we're not getting baseball this summer. I told y'all this. It is what it is. We'll be lucky to get it at that point. I, I think we're for real gonna be locked out for a minute. It sucks. It sucks. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna be watching uh what was we watching? Uh, when um we was fully locked out, they had like Japanese baseball or something. Oh, yeah, or Taiwanese yeah. baseball. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> At like yep, four in the morning. It. Yep, that's it. Nippon baseball league. That's what we fucking yeah. with. We don't fuck. We don't uh fuck with uh uh Tanaka and his boys over there. You know what that reminded me of? Remember when the Yankees used to go to Japan for spring for like those like two spring training games at the beginning of the oh, season? Yeah. Yeah. That shit used to kill me, bro. Yeah. Like, how am I supposed to watch this shit? I went, you wake up for school in the morning there in the seventh inning. You're like, what the hell? Niggas would be confused. Like, damn, son, I just had my morning cereal. <laughs> oh, man. Boy, oh, boy. Crazy. And then also the Tyler Skaggs thing, trying to get Matt Harvey at the paint. I feel yeah, like Matt Harvey shit. has, like, a weird, like, feel like the baseball community. I feel like you either like him or you don't like him. You see, it's because we're in New York, and we were in a market where he was really appreciated. And you know, he did pitch in the pitch. I almost said pitch the Super Bowl. He pitched in the World Series against and, Matt know, Stafford. Was, yeah, against Matt Stafford. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Stafford. No, <laughs> John Stafford. Uh, <laughs> John Stafford is crazy. Oh, nah, he's only with the H, though. With the H, with the H. Dude. Will forever just be John Stafford from now on. I don't care. Yeah. This is who he is. Yeah. That sounds like a yeah. pastor's name. <laughs> not not Reverend John Stafford. There you go. <laughs> Reverend John Stafford. <laughs> of the 40, 41st Street <laughs> Episcopal Church. <laughs> Bro. Oh, my goodness. Either Reverend or the Honorable Judge John Stafford. <laughs> the, honorable judge, the Honorable Judge John Stafford. John Stafford sound like he be getting black people throw the book thrown at him. Yeah, that's a fact. John Stafford is the Batman of the justice system. <laughs> Shit crazy. Oh, nah, John is stupid. <laughs> you know, which which one, Stafford or uh <laughs> Yo. Yeah, oh man. my goodness. Yeah, so Anyhow, I've, who are you talking about, Justin? Oh, you talking about the fucking Matt Harvey shit? Yeah, Matthew Harvey. Um, yeah, man, he's loved by so many Mets fans, dog. So I mean, you know, that whole situation is is it's fucked up. So they're talking about suspending this thing for, for sixty days, even if he gets uh signed, which he probably won't, because he had like a six ERA last year. He pretty, he was really fucking. Yeah, bad. he 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 could that that arm's cooked. Yeah, it's like, cooked. all right. Like he needs the drugs. No, no, but the thing is, like, he's not even like <laughs> his drug use was just like all recreational. He doesn't even need like yeah. Don't Listen, he needs it to be good again. I was nah, listening like... to the <laughs> I, I was listening to the radio yesterday, and they were talking about that. Like, yeah, you can. It was so. It was a uh, Craig, JT. He was talking about yeah, you can responsibly use cocaine, and he was dead ass. I'm like, all right, this. Of course, this nigga Craig Card said that he's a, he's a convict. Of course, you know he said that. Look. He's a convict. Motherfucker, like motherfuckers, the world is run by motherfuckers who use cocaine recreationally. Yeah, the yeah. upper well, tax bracket—they would... don't smoke weed recreationally. They do coke recreationally. Yeah, niggas never watch movies. <laughs> niggas said that's why they don't sleep. <laughs> Wolf on Wall Street. That's it. What's all that? I was talking about? Listen, you want to grind? We don't sleep. 
I'm nah, grinding nah. while you're sleeping because you're on coke. Yeah, Darren, I'll definitely sleep. I, I don't. I don't take sleep. Uh, I don't, you know, lightly anymore. I'm just saying, who needs sleep when you got coke? Yeah, hey man, that booger sugar. I'm more of a Pepsi yeah. guy myself, but uh, you know, no, I'm just kidding. I don't drink soda. Soda's bad for you kids. I saw yeah, so is coke, but so is coke, but people <laughs> use it recreationally. I saw a list of <laughs> apparently conspiracy theories, and one of them was that Coke and Pepsi are, are actually the same company, and they just made people choose favorites to drive up their own business. It makes sense. But then again, I feel like people could probably taste the cocaine back then. Yeah. So that's you always find been fun. Some to bottles me. of the Coke from like 1910. I mean, I saw. Did you? Did you guys ever? Uh, when um. Okay, Seth. All right. Uh, when Georgia won the 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 uh, national championship, right? There was a guy that had a Coke bottle from I guess the last time they won it, which was in like the eighties, and he opened it and he drank it. I always like the like the the Coke glass bottle aesthetic is so cool to me. Yeah, you know, like the Mexican cokes and stuff. Yeah, like I, I like like those with the real cane sugar. Yeah, I like can't it. believe that we're 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 like uh, celebrating the man that's, that drank an expired carbonated beverage. Was it expired? Probably. Do they get expired? Soda, does, ex- soda, soda, soda does expire. Um, I guess I, with, with that, like the last bit of sports news that I feel like we guys need to really touch on is um, the whole Shakari Richardson situation. Um, I might even say I, because like, meh. But we can definitely talk about it because it's relevant right now. Um, I, I don't have all the details. It was told secondhand to me, the information about it. Um, so from my perspective, what, what it seems is Shikari is doing a thing because there's a figure skater right now from Russia, I believe, that uh, had a mm-hmm. positive drug test. And they're still letting her compete. And um, mm-hmm. like I so said, from my understanding, the reason why they're letting her compete is because she's a minor. And apparently she has like some wild ass coach that is known for doing some wild shit and forcing these girls into a bunch of things. So um, they're not they're choosing not to punish the girl because she's a girl and not legally an adult. So yeah, that's that's oh that's basically that's kind of the gist of it. Um, so basically, what what what's going on there? Um, there's a drug that she took like for her heart or something, and they're saying it can give you more like potentially endurance. Your drugs are fucking crazy, by the way. Don't like do hardcore drugs. Yeah, science is science is incredible. Yeah, don't worry, um, I watch Euphoria. I seen. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I gotta <laughs> hop on that. By the way, Justin, because you be having yeah. you be talking about it, but yeah. <laughs> anyhow, 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 and so yeah, so. Takari took to Twitter to ask, like, how is it fair that I had this going on in my life and this person tested positive for this drug and they're still allowed to compete, which I don't like the way that she went about it on social media. I actually hate the fact that she did it on social media. But at the same time, points were made because this girl did test positive and she's still being allowed to compete. Now, what is being told to me is that um, if she meddles, then Did they just they call you in? Yeah, yeah, they just called me in. They yeah, just called me with in. The new, with the new information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically what they're saying is if they if the girl medals, then they're not going to technically count it, but they're still allowing her to compete, which doesn't really make any sense. I don't know to what degree it's because she's a minor or what or whatever else is going on. But yeah, it's kind of like, once again, quoting myself here, got to call a spade a spade. It's kind of bullshit. Um, I'm... Again, I'm I'm with that. I, I I agree. I don't like how she went about it. Um, I feel for this. Talking about talking about, talk about Shakari. Yeah, 
I, I, okay. I think there's definitely points on both sides for sure. Cause again, I'm one of the people that doesn't think that Shikari should have been punished for what happened. Um, yeah. but I also think she would have got smoked. Um, regardless, <laughs> uh, no, no pun intended. Regardless, um, yeah. I think you have to, like, if you're not going to punish the actual, like, skater girl, like, you got to punish the coach, especially if it's someone who has, like, a history of doing things like this. Um, it's one of those where it's like, you, what's the point of letting her compete that if she medals, it doesn't matter? Like, and yeah. on top of that, the Olympics has a history of being fucking terrorist towards black women. So mm-hmm. that's yep. where it's like, there, there's both sides there. I do feel bad for this girl, though. I really do. Because this is a kid who's probably, this is the biggest moment of her entire life. And now potentially could, this could be the only chance she gets, you know. But, um, and then if it is true that, like, she was given this drug when she didn't want to take it, hence the minor side. Um, and yeah. also coming from a country like Russia, where she might have not had a choice to speak mm-hmm. out against it or not. Um, it, it's a tough situation. Yeah. I do think Shikari has points to be made there. But, like, this, mm-hmm. this isn't the way. Because then it's almost like people aren't coming down on the coach if you don't know the situation. You're like, yeah, this little girl shouldn't be able to compete either and stuff like that. Where it's like, this is just some, like, that's what it comes down to. It's kind of a little girl. Um, yeah. Okay, nice biceps, facts. Justin. Jesus Christ. Something's going on in this Nets game. Bro, this nigga James Johnson yeah. sucks so much. Oh, my God. Man, I want to shoot yeah. my brains out. Jesus yeah, I saw that shit. Christ. Jeez looks Christ. Yes, what Justin said. Jesus but, Christ, uh, Beans and Rice, profile and Byron. And your side profile looks like you have a flat top. Thank you. Yeah, kind of does. Okay. But yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I also got to get his shit together. Niggas got to just legalize weed everywhere. They are talking about weed being in a, a performance enhancing drug. Tom, come on now. Like, you know, like, like, y'all, like, I got to give it up. I got to give it up at this point, bro. Like, I don't know. They, the IOC got a lot of shit going on. The Olympic, the, the Olympics is very crazy. And it just seems like, for it, Russia always got some shady shit going on, bro. Like, what's go, like what is the Summer up, Olympics? Like, it was not Russia. It was the Russian Olympic Committee that could be. Yeah, that's like, like, what is wrong with y'all? I don't know what's going yeah, bro, on, bro. Russia's so shady. They put fucking troops and tanks around the entire Ukraine and went, "We're not going to invade." What are you talking about? Come outside. <laughs> we ain't going to jump you. Facts, bro. <laughs> Come outside. We're not going to jump you. Crazy. Because like, yeah, why why would you think we're gonna invade? And now our gas price is gonna go up because these niggas can't keep their guns in their hands. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, Contrary crazy. Belief, the US gets most of its oil from Canada. The more the more you know. Yeah, John, you always spin some shit. You gotta get the soundboard. Um Yeah. You got anything, Justin? Or are you just watching James Johnson stink it up? He's just watching that game. Just, right, just, just leave Justin alone. I was to say, Miles. I was like, you guys started going on a whole tangent about Russia. I'm like, damn, Miles' batteries <laughs> going now, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's there, but you know what I'm saying, <laughs> barely. barely, it's there, but it's right. not getting the barely. metal. It's, that's what it yeah, is. It's not. Yeah, basically, there it is. Oh, exactly. Boy. Well, I got uh, basically just out there for cardio. Yeah, I got no more parting words aside from me with those people too. And James Johnson is the worst basketball player on the planet. All right. Um, Next to Timothy Lawlcabro. Anyway, um, before before we get to that point, um, guys, no ABC this week. Uh, we realized that even though I'm sure the show would be fun, Cromartie High School, I think it'll probably be a good watch. Um, we got to do something a little more substantial. And what we're gonna do is uh, HBO Max's um, Primal, 
So we're going to go a little bit like well, when we did Invincible these. here. Um, we're going to do Primal. I believe it's uh, 11 episodes. Primal is actually 10 episodes. So um, we'll be able to move through it pretty quickly. I would say in the beginning, we're going to stick what we normally do and do three episodes. So for next week, um, it is, I don't, I'm going to try and pronounce this shit. Genetis Tartakovsky's Primal. And I, if I believe, um, if I remember correctly, things that I saw was like, this is homie who did like Samurai Jack and other things like that. But um, it's getting real popular right now. And uh, a lot of people are talking about it. And it looks really good. So I'm excited to do this series. Um, go watch Kamari High School anyway, because it seems like a pretty good, fun show. But for us on ABC, um, sorry if you guys are looking forward to that this week, but episodes one through three of Prime Primal, which is on HBO Max or whatever legal sites that you guys be on. If you, if you, if you need one, I got one. Um, with that, though, that's all we got for y'all this week. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure to follow us at Saratobi Sports on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, go like the Facebook page. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at Offended Normal. Man, y'all be easy. Uh, we also are going to do Zoom next week. So we won't be back in studio for probably until the week of the 28th, beginning of March, actually. I think the next time we're going to be in studio. Um, so, yeah, y'all just be uh, aware of that. Uh, All-Star Weekend is coming up, so wherever it is, y'all y'all make sure y'all safe out there on these streets, man. Um, one love. I already said what I said. Neiman Tilted People 2, James Johnson stinks. And, uh, yeah. Catch y'all next week. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold-blooded. I fear nobody, ain't no letting down, I won't let you down Cause I got ice in my veins, I talk like a champion, like a champion I'm so